you know, whenever I come home from like a hard day at work and I'm like just need to be by myself, I just like go and stand in this thing and like have it over like this dome over my head and I just like what does scream it look like? Because I, I picture, let me I, tell you what I picture. I'll I'll picture show you. a bad fishbowl, basically a fishbowl with styrofoam on the inside of it. Uh, in a way, imagine it, a, a race car helmet. Yeah, that's like. Oh, well, that's pretty easy to imagine. <laughs> imagine a race car. No, no, no. Okay. A race car. No, what I want you to do is like, uh, like a xenomorph that goes on your face. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. It really. Not, not a race car. Helmet. I mean, this is this the side closes, but that's kind of. What the what? You so, bought this thing? Yeah. You paid money for it. I paid money You're for not it. Some type of like program like that like. For it. No. Because good well, for you, man. I can't I, wait to put my face in it. Because I'm in an apartment <laughs> complex, and I know that vocals yeah. are loud, and it helps isolate them. Uh, and it actually works really well. My vocals are not loud. Yours are very loud. <laughs> so, pro- yeah. it's probably a gift for you to be able to record vocals in right. my apartment. Yeah, totally. Thanks, thanks for always giving. I want to tell you what, people. Say, Kalen's a giver. Oh, I definitely am. He's a giver. I he am. is. A, he. I don't know if Kalen ever thinks of himself. Always thinks of everybody else. <laughs> yeah. I, I, no, I don't give. I don't huh. give a shit about myself. Have you read the book The Giver? No, I haven't. I can't read. Oh, I shouldn't. Right. I shouldn't. <laughs> I can <laughs> read, and I shouldn't make a light <laughs> joke about those that can't read. School for people can't read. What'd you say? <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're Native American. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I am. This makes me think of Zoolander. That might be one of the worst things ever. Like top yeah. five. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Can I say? Uh, I've edited the last couple of podcasts, and I leave everything in. I'm I'm a person that likes to leave just everything in. Yeah, and or I you just really, don't want to edit that also. <laughs> and um, because we said several episodes ago that we were not going to, we we were okay with not beeping out the curse words. Right. We we're just going to try to to keep it to a minimum. Yeah, and, correct. And uh, so, listener, if you haven't uh, haven't noticed that, like there. There should be less profanity. We're still, it's still going to be explicit because we're going to talk about things. But, um, but, uh, uh, I wanted to ask Johnny when he gets here on the, on, we have one I'm going to post probably today or tomorrow and then we'll be all caught up. But the one that's the John Mayer. Yeah. I just listened to that on the way here and I wanted to talk about it. Uh, yeah. Cause you weren't on that episode. Exactly. It was, and I wanted to talk about the fact I mean, I was bummed I couldn't have been there because that was a subject matter I was really excited to talk about. So yeah, I was so. like, but I thought it was covered well. So I didn't, I was like, well, at least they they did a good job covering all the subjects on it. I will say I laughed so hard on that episode uh, with Johnny's comments. Oh, Johnny, Johnny's comments were on point. And I wanted to say it's the first time I haven't, that was the first episode I haven't been on a podcast so it was the first time I've listened to the Hive without knowing the content. Is that beforehand. the first one you've never been on? Right. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. So uh, it's the first time I'd listened to one not knowing the content, and I legitimately laughed quite a bit. And so yeah. that was a good feeling, being like I had no preconceived notions listening to this, and I thought it was very, very funny. Um, he said some things. I listened to that episode while we were Dude. while I was editing it, and I always re-listen. <laughs> Oh, oh, Eric just died. <laughs> there he goes. We knew that it was coming. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Your body is constantly doing well, here's uncontrollable the thing. things. Here's the thing. It's Eric and not me. If it was me, right. I would have been dead. Yeah. Oh, easily. 
That's I how you hey, last week. That's how of course, you know. Of course, yeah. And I wasn't even on the podcast, and still the subject <laughs> of me passing away <laughs> still <laughs> comes about yeah. somehow miraculously. <laughs> that's because I'm the jerk. I, hey, dude, I, I, love I, uh, I love it. I I love that it's a recurring thing. The, me too. What I was gonna bring up is like Johnny said so many things like that were perfect afterwards, and uh, that I I mean upon uh, <laughs> editing it, I thought it was hilarious, and upon re-listening. I thought it was hilarious. And then, but he said one thing that I thought I probably should send a text and asked him if he wanted that in there. The, the, the comment that I lost it at was the comment about Kate Beckinsale having to rent cars for Pete Davidson. <laughs> I laughed so hard at that. And then dude, and uh, speaking about things and I guess I'm okay with it cause it's out there in the world. Uh-huh. Um, but there was one on a previous episode that you posted and it's kind of, and I don't, I don't care about it, but like, I guess it's the Pete David or not Pete, uh, the Pete Holmes, the comedian yes. dude. We talk about the fact that, and we can edit this oh. part out or not edit it out. Oh, but had the, we never said that you're, you're the, the general public has not known that, that, the, oh, that, maybe that we actually should go back and take that out. I, 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 I thought about that, but I was like, man, for the quality of the podcast, they're like, about it, what? Okay. Because it wasn't we where we thought out. it wasn't where we thought it was at the very beginning. It was at the very beginning, and we weren't knowing that that was going to be on the podcast. But we just I did leave it in. That's hey, my Josh, fault. you can That's... edit this out or not edit this out. But we talked about the fact, or we we alluded to the fact that Lauren cheated on me. Because we were talking about how each of us, each one of us, was a uh, 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 a different comedian. Who, if we were a stand up comedian, did you not listen to that episode? No. Uh, okay. You should because uh, Kalen makes a very funny, like almost like he makes a very funny. He yeah. makes a very Kaylin funny. Actually, almost said something like, that's funny. Almost uh, without even intentionally, the way he said it makes it sound like he was being on, like true, truthful. But he was making a joke. But he goes, "Oh, if Eric was a, uh, I go, who would Eric be if uh, if he was a comedian?" And just under, I didn't hear it because uh, we've already established that sometimes I don't hear what you say. Yeah, that's most um, of my life. <laughs> I just accepted um, it. But under upon editing it, I heard Kaylin go, well, he has to be Asian. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. it was hilarious the way you say it, that yeah. I laughed out loud. Um, <laughs> but I made the point that like how we were kind of making the, the how Kaylin is your all-American good guy. Yeah. And then. Ask me. But actually, uh, at least on the surface. <laughs> on the surface. But. Underneath, it's like real dark, and and we were talking about that, and I go, yeah, I think, and that's how Pete Holmes is. Like he comes, he was a youth pastor, and then now he's the, uh, he still believes, but he's still like very dark, and 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 it's like one of those things where I go, oh yeah, that's Kalen, one hundred percent. Like he he, and then and then it hit us in the conversation. I was like, oh, and his wife cheated on him, and that's a big part of his thing. So that was like the big, like, <laughs> it was a big reveal that like, oh, man, he's actually perfect for for him. So that's how it came about. But and I think. yeah. I but like, at the same time, it's like how many people who knew that situation would put two and two together. So I, I, yeah. once I started thinking about that, I didn't really think about it too much. But I don't know. It was one of those out of respect for her type things. Totally. So I want totally. to get her name tarnished because I still care about her as a person. Totally. And and I wasn't, I, I apologize. If 
for some reason, she does listen to this. I apologize. I, I don't think she does. I, I, think, I, I think she might. I think she, really. I think, you think? You I think, think she if does. Any of my uh, my wife might get mad at by hearing this, but if any of my ex girlfriends had a podcast, I'd probably listen. Really? Yeah, Dude, and especially if I had right an ex wife. Like, yeah. <laughs> like slips and falls off when she hears that line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I haven't really especially, thought about it from that perspective. Well, you, it's once again, he thinks about other people than himself because I think about the idea that like I would act like I don't care, uh, but oh man, I would care. Right. Yeah. I mean, I would for sure go, oh man, I wonder if she, I mean, if I'm being real honest, like I sit there and I think, oh, I wonder what my ex-girlfriends think of me. Now, most of my ex-girlfriends, uh, uh, Megan loves this and also uh, somewhat, I think, hates it. The idea that most of me and my ex girlfriends ended on great terms, and right. and were great friends. Now, and I would say, even as far as divorces go, I think she and I ended on great terms. I like, agree. I mean, I agree. Like I think it was very like co- the last time respect for each other. I saw her. Like I gave her a hug. You know, so yeah. it was like it's definitely there's a, res- a respect you, that, there. That hug, if she's listening, she knows it's true. That hug, she goes, oh, I shouldn't have let this go. <laughs> She's sitting there going, like, I don't know. I try not to think away, about that. She goes, well, at least I still have a dog with him. <laughs> buzz, 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 buzz. When you hear a lot of people talking at the same time, it kind of has a similar sound to a freaking beehive. Or maybe that's a metaphor I'm trying to make work. We write songs for a living, but I don't think this one works. He just rhymed work with work. Max Welcome the to the Hive. My name's Josh. I'm Kalen. I'm Kalen. Eric. Eric's Eric. playing Ka- Golf Clash. <laughs> yes. No, I'm, not, I'm looking for that uh, thing to read off. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, if you want, we can take all that out. I'll but, leave that up to your discretion. Oh, I'll leave it in. I'm going to tell you right now. I. I yeah. I don't. I don't care. You the can leave honesty it in. aspect. I almost. I never want to censor things in my life. You know? Yeah, and I and, know, I understand the respect, and I think that we have talked it about that situation with the utmost respect. That we oh, all know, sure. we all know. I I tell my wife, and I've said it so many times on other podcasts, and maybe this podcast, that I don't think I don't have any uh, judgment against cheaters. Um, and I think, and I and on, and I will be the first to admit, like things. In, in my marriage, like it definitely is both sides. You, I, you I definitely messed took up fault in some of that. I, I definitely messed up a totally, lot too. So totally. it's like it's it's every bit. You're you know, just leaner didn't go into something somebody else. Exactly. I mean, that's it, the only thing. Yeah. We I mean, like. Yeah. It's like one of those things. Um, I I say I'm not above cheating. I just put safeguards in in the way. Yeah, I think anybody is capable of cheating. One hundred They were put one hundred percent certain situation, and I don't discredit that from her and she was super honest with me and she let me know it wasn't something i found yeah. out like Months behind later, yeah, behind the whatever. back you yeah. know so and she was remorseful so i mean she owned what happened and that man that is so much respect for that heck yeah and a lot that of the issues were my personal issues trying to deal with that in my own insecurity and you know and i may have done things that in the relationship you reacted i reacted naturally 
just internally as a man with my pride being crushed. So and and I made mistakes. So yeah, and uh, I I it, like I said I take ownership every bit as much if not more. So yeah, I I think some people will think that I'm I'm making you uh, post uh, these things and and. No, and maybe, and I apologize if it comes across that way, or if I ever force you to air out your dirty laundry. No, I don't. I don't like I said. I don't care about myself. I, I like I know, in, in and my and how I look to people, I, but I care about other parties yeah. involved just because I care about. I still care about people as individuals. It's not this obviously, like my girlfriend. I love her very much, and she's definitely the person I I want to be with, and. uh and she's awesome. And I, I moved on. You guys from are going that. to Las Vegas here soon. And there are chapels. <laughs> We're not going to get buried in a chapel. No. No. Oh, in a graveyard? What? <laughs> no. I think if we, if we long term, we thought probably a beach somewhere. Oh, yeah. Beach wedding. Oh, yeah. But. I like that. Oh, I like beach wedding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Eric, what's up? I am looking for that Babylon Bee article, but. They they got rid of it. Quote it word for word. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, to some to wrap it up, the wrap a bow on that. uh, I have no problem being honest. I always want to be transparent about everything. And even whenever I was going through the situation, we had a discussion of let's talk about this. Let's be open about it. So we don't give it any power. Yeah. I think think we definitely that has helped me more than anything else. And I am so happy we did. So I'll tell you that you are ridiculously strong, even though sometimes we play the fact that you would die in almost every situation, even a heist that you're not even in the same state. Maybe, um, we, we jokingly say this, you are one of the strongest, especially you took what I think some people would crumble. You took that with in stride, and and we're very strong in the process of that. So well, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, and I respect the heck out of that. Um, as your friend, the the thing I was gonna say is like, as your friend, I gotta make sure that you do not, because you think of other people. I want to think about you, and the and the reason I brought up past things we've said on this podcast because Johnny said something like about and i meant to ask him and i forgot and i posted it and then i and then upon re-listening i go maybe he doesn't want to say that phrase but he said it in such a way that i thought ah it's probably fine and he goes uh, he was talking about uh leonardo caprio Uh uh-huh and he never talks like this but he jokingly talked like this and he goes yeah if you if you're dumping barbara feely i think's her name uh-huh. You got to be slaying some ass. And I go, <laughs> that doesn't sound like Johnny. It, and, it does in casual conversation and, sound and like Johnny. Joking, and yeah, jo- joking. And jest. But I don't want the audience to think he's like a bro over there going like, yeah, yeah. because he's not that guy at all. Oh, no. Like, I'll tell you right now. Him and Haley have been – like, I saw them yeah. at the beginning of the relationship. They've been together forever, and he's they're, like, super committed, and he's, like, totally – the straight and narrow type guy, totally. which is super respectful, and I love it. The back and forth, I, I actually think that if I like the way Johnny and I, like I felt like all uh, everyone that was there, we would say something, but I was doing the majority of the talking like usual. Um, I was lobbing things up there, and then Johnny would just knock it out of the park. Like I felt during that back and forth, there was Dude, so he many really things. was. He was, he on was fire. like even whenever I I made a joke and it landed. 
he had an even funnier thing to say about the joke. I just like that. Oh, it's like you laid it up to yourself. Like, oh, I got it. You know, like I lost <laughs> it when he did that. It was like it just stuff like that. So go back and listen to that episode. I think that's great. Uh, that all right, Eric, done you stroking ready? our own egos. Yeah. Oh, we're stroking Johnny's before he gets Oh, here. for sure. Getting warmed up. Yeah. He has no clue. He has no clue. Uh, we should act like we, we've been just well, tearing him apart. That, well, he does he need to give consent? <laughs> what? <laughs> if he doesn't know. No, he's a white man. Uh, nah, it doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah, he he right. deserves it. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I've been falling in love more and more with the hard times of Babylon B. They've been yeah. slaying it. Can you turn your gain up a little bit? Sorry. Yes, I can. Or is uh, that good? That's better, yeah. I'll do this instead. Nice. <laughs> All right. So the uh, I saw this as Josh was pulling up, and Josh is a movie buff. And so I, am. I was like, oh, he'll appreciate this. I think we call ourselves cinephiles. <laughs> it said, I bow to you. Is Captain Marvel a dud or the best superhero film since Elektra? Find out. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and here's this. I'm sure a Captain I mean, uh, Jennifer Marvel Gardner. is going to be amazing. Yeah. Uh, as far as an action movie, I do... I do have issues with kind of the pandering going on about it, but that's everything to the, today. Yeah, everything's yeah, I mean, got to be like even video games. Uh, there was a uh, Apex. Yeah. Y'all familiar? Yeah, I ha- only I because of that cartoon it, you showed me. That's my only <laughs> tie to that. <laughs> that I game. downloaded it, but I haven't played it. It's a battle royale game. Yeah. There's no story, nothing. But Apex creators wanted you to know that two of the characters are gay. And it's like, and so, uh, and so, the, uh, this Man. gentleman from the the quartering, who's a very conservative uh, game uh, YouTube channel, um, he's not even really conservative because he's pro LGBTQ. Um, he's just like, why does this matter? Why yeah. do they? Why are two characters gay? Right. There's no story. There's no, you know, there's nothing connecting anything. Um, just to let you guys know, yeah, that's almost like the the Star Wars Rogue One thing, right? I mean, probably. I didn't see it. There was uh there were the. Two characters were gay, but they never acted on it. They ne- it was the, it was like it was almost like in a backstory somewhere, so they would get a little bit. Oh uh, yeah, and, and like um, and so the quartering dude's argument. I think his name was Jeremy. I can't remember, but um, he was basically like, I don't want this in my games. Um, and he's like, and what I mean is, I don't care to explore homosexuality in video games. I don't care to explore heterosexuality in video games. I want right. to play a video game. Right. He's like, you know, and they make games specifically for relationships. And, um, you know, some people like those. Cool. I don't. But when I'm playing Assassin's Creed or something like that, I'm not like, my week isn't built on, oh, I hope I can make the same-sex relationship work or in the expansion or else I'm not playing the game again. And I'm going to boycott and blah, blah, blah. And he just basically goes on this rabbit hole of uh, <clears throat> talking about how companies nowadays are just pandering to... Uh, the left essentially just like yeah. like a, uh, you know, two characters are gay, and it's like, well, who cares? Like it's a, it's a brawler shooter, you know. When we come down to it, I think we've said this several times, but it, when it comes down to it, if the story calls for it and it makes for a better story or at least a more interesting story, excuse me. Josh died. Better curse you. Uh, woo. Um. He's back. Josh died. Um. As long as it makes the story better or more interesting, then um, I'm okay with it. I think oh, I'm allergic to this, <laughs> this if, conversation. If, if there's a story. <laughs> but with yeah. a game without a story, it's just like, okay, you're doing yeah. this for one reason and one reason alone. Yeah. And then... Um, it, well, it's very transparent. Had it been like rumored and no one said, they didn't st- come out and say it, and just for the fact that they might come out with the story later on, 
then that's fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but it seems like they said, like, yeah, hey, just so you guys know, these characters are homosexuals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah. And so... Um, have you guys seen Elektra? Yeah. I have not seen Electra. I've never seen it. I saw her in Daredevil. Yeah, I saw it in Daredevil. I saw her in Daredevil. I had no desire to see, and that was before Marvel movies got really, really good. Yeah, yeah. I think Jennifer Gardner was the only appeal to that for me. Jennifer Gardner's your, I, I for sure thought that Jennifer Gardner would be a girl that you would find attractive. Yeah, I definitely find her attractive. Uh, but I'd say was it uh, Isla Fisher? Is definitely probably top of the list for me. Interesting. Yeah. Hey, Caitlin, what time you get the mountains? Uh, probably one ten, one fifteen ish. Okay. Cool. But well, uh, hey, Johnny, what's up, buddy? Yeah. Hey guys. He's here. Let's we've set been, up. We've uh, been talking crap about you. Yeah, yeah. No, actually, that's we've fine. Been, we've been. Uh, <laughs> that's fine. Um. But um, that's to, interesting. To go full, yeah, go full yeah. circle on the uh, the idea. Um, I, I'm indifferent if a movie has a hey, let me help message or agenda of sorts, or even if people ascribe one to it. Like, you know, um, Bree had come out and said something along the lines of, "I wish there was more diversity in the critiquing of movies, as uh-huh. far as like proper critics." Yeah, I agree. Totally yeah. cool. And I think it's so silly how a lot of uh, conservative people, like dudes especially, are like, well, she doesn't want white men at her show. Better not see it. That's uh, dumb. I, uh, think that's, I think that's dumb. But at the same time, I think, um, I don't know. They're treating this movie like it was the first female hero movie. It is the first female in the MCL, MCU. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why. And and, and, and all, honestly, there probably should have been... Well, here's what it comes down to. Yeah, there, I wish there could have been a good uh, female-fronted Marvel superhero movie before then. Well, but what about the X-Men movies? Well, it wasn't female-fronted. Oh, give me a second. Uh, but Cat we're talking about DC, the beginning of uh, or where this the the content that all this came from came from, like what the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. Yeah, uh, the comic books where ninety percent, maybe more than that, of the heroes were male. So, unfortunately, like the history. yeah, the source material leans male. Thank you, Johnny, for just coming in with coming in hot. Coming uh, in hot. I'm ready to talk about movies on this music pro- podcast, man. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's funny as we just got on uh, on movies. Oh, it's my are. luck, of course. Um, you walked. We knew you were walking in the room. Oh yeah, and like I said. I love that there's a female fronted movie. I don't. Yeah. I don't think anyone should. Any reasonable person. I don't think. A, I don't think a single Once again, reasonable the story is good enough. Has an issue Let's with do it, that. or it goes with the mass story totally. Yeah. Um, but I, what I mean there should have been a Black Widow one before this, probably. Yeah. Uh, when I when I'm when I said X Men though, I mean the Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, oh yeah. Fronted yeah. Ones. Yeah, you're right. I mean, got, got two or three of those. But you have such an all star cast that it, it she doesn't get all the glory. That's the thing. For like sure. Brie Larson will get all the glory for. For Captain Marvel, yeah, yeah, uh, Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, speaking of pronouncing things correctly, I, I had something I wanted to bring up. I found a someone brought up uh, how to say uh, 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 quinoa. Quinoa. Yeah. Yeah. The right I thought way. it was quinoa. Yeah, and 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 I thought 
Oh, I wonder what other things are saying correctly. So I thought I would ask you guys and let's see how we do. Okay. Does that sound like fun at all? Yeah, let's do it. I think I, uh, I'll i try to describe the thing without saying the word. And then each one of you will say it. And these are common um, mis- mispronounced things. All right. Um, whenever you go to the doctor and they give you a thing to go pick up Edible. medicine. What is that? Uh, prescription. It's either prescription or prescription. Okay, what do you uh, think? Uh, prescription. I think it's prescription. Per. You're not listening. No, I, I have <laughs> no idea, man. It's I just put it. I just would punch it into Google. I've never had to spell that word before. Prescription or prescription? I'm about to find out. <laughs> I got it right here. <laughs> oh, you know what? I think, okay, I, I think would say prescription. I, I would say prescription. It's prescription. Yeah. But most people nice. say per. I changed it just in time. You did. <laughs> uh, the ice cream that's like orange lemony flavor. Sherbert. Yeah. Sherbert. Yeah. I've never said that word out loud. I think. <laughs> You're, and you don't want to. I will. There's a party that doesn't want to. The punk party. He's like, I never like, said. It. I, I don't even say. I don't even say Sherbert. The orange is pink one. <laughs> uh, a Sherbert. Schubert. I don't know. It is pronounced Sherbet. Sherbert. Bit. Sherbet. Sherbet. Bit. Bert. Well, I've always said Sherbert. Sherbert. I've always said Sherbert. Sherbert. How often do you find yourself saying Sherbert or Sherbet? Uh, whenever when I was young. And when you want some really crappy ice cream. Whenever the uh, Pretend ice the cream. ice cream yeah. man would come and you had the push-ups, Gives and you they were Sherbet. Yeah, I got the Ninja Turtle, but it's all good. <laughs> yeah, I got the size of Hedgehog. Spongebob. Of course you did. Flintstones yep. push-up, man. <laughs> the Flintstones push-up was damn good. <laughs> That's what I that, got. That was <laughs> really good, actually. That's the flavor of my childhood right yeah, there. Yeah, that was That's great. The, Poor no man Mexican food. Mexican because food. they said the Flintstone ones. Huh? No one said Sherbet because everyone said I would always the say the push-up, Flintstone push-up Sherbet. Sherbert. I'd say Sherbert. I'd say it incorrectly because I was a dumb white kid from the, <laughs> the ghettos white. of Houston. Um, uh, how do you say that? Uh, I'm going to say the way people normally say it. Comptroller? Comptroller? Yeah. What is that? Comptroller. I don't know. I, I only know it uh, from working at Guitar Center and the fact that, like, for tax reasons, people had to come in with a Comptroller certification to verify their taxes from another state. Well, this is stupid because it's spelled C O M P T Troller, you know? Yeah. And and so you you pronounce it the way it's spelled, and they want you to still call it Controller. The correct way is controller. That's someone controller. that was like whenever they That's were writing. That's because I heard that initially, but then I looked at the word and I was just like, controller. That's it. No yeah. one calls it a controller. Even controllers call it controller. Right. That, that's someone going to have. This is going to mess with people. The rest, yeah, this the rest is just. Of this. Uh, that little game you play where you put numbers in, they all have to be one through nine. Sudoku. Yeah. It's Sudoku or Sudoku. So. Sudoku, I think is what I normally say. You say so? Sudoku. Sudoku. I say Sudoku. Sudoku. I don't know. Uh, uh, Sudoku? I don't think I've ever said this one either. <laughs> Sudoku? 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 It's, most people say Sudoku. It's Sudoku. Okay. Sudoku. It's like Sudoku. Sudoku. Okay. That probably sound Sudoku. more more correct. More. more. <laughs> there, that's what I needed you to do. Because I was like a, a like half a second away from making a bad like impression and i'm glad you did speaking it. about misunderstanding things i always thought uh 
and I don't know what he really says, but like, uh, was it Ryu or Ryu from uh, Street Fighter or whoever? Hayuken! Ryu. I always like whenever he does that fireball thing. I always thought he said like Farfig Nugan, <laughs> like a fig, right? like a fig Nugan. Uh, the spinning was like, where he's like Farfig Nugan. Hayuken, Haruken. But he does. He does an alternate one. Yeah. He does. How do you sit? Yeah, <laughs> that's like the jump <laughs> spin one. We're all saying things and we don't know. What we're yeah, saying. this is like the phonetically. It's what we, we don't hear. even know if it's we're Ryu trying to regurgitate it. It's Ryu. It's Ryu. I think it's a game. It's a tele- game the, telephone. Uh, flying punches. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, have y'all seen the Family Guy skit where uh, Goku, or not Goku, but uh, Peter is uh, Ryu, uh-uh. and he's like fighting his uh, dry cleaner, and they're like on the E Honda level. And they actually do like a Street Fighter fight, like all the way through. That's the sauna, right? Yes. Yeah, that's great. Um, the coffee, the the fancy Italian coffee. Gelato. That's ice cream. What? What are you saying? Cappuccino latte. No. No, Starts with an E. Espresso. Espresso. Yeah. How do you? A- espresso. 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 I'd probably say espresso. Espresso. You're saying it correctly. Well, that's how it's spelled. Most people say espresso. Yeah. yeah, but that's because they're stupid. <laughs> they're white, they're they probably people. say sherbet too. Yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> do coo. Lame asses. We talked Gotta about get educated. We talked time out. We talked about how there was something that you said on uh, uh, two episodes ago. That I, that we just posted was the the John Mayer and Pete Davidson belt heist episode. Uh huh. What about it? First off, we were praising you for like we would say something, and it would be the punchline, and then you come in with something else that was just almost like took it over the top. You guys probably just alley ooped it to me, man. Yeah. Well, no, Dude, it was even, so good. I listened to it on the way here, and he I laughed so hard. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's when we went through the roster of all those. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. yeah. I, I, pretty I was impressive. Bummed. I was bummed. I uh, missed out on that conversation. But there was but one. It's like thing. a teenage boy's search history. Yeah. That's exactly. just totally. <laughs> that's just a freaking. My favorite thing. I didn't even bring this up. It's like speaking, is whenever you go. It was like he was at TRL one time. And he out <laughs> yeah, and he passed cards. out his card. <laughs> he just got a lot of callbacks. I lost it. <laughs> and speaking of that, like it's always frustrating. Whatever I don't know. It's not frustrating. I should be more like, good for him. But whenever you see like insanely beautiful women with like really awkward guys, Pete I think Davidson we, and Kate Beckinsale. Well, yeah, yeah, like that. And then yeah, when we were talking about, I, I was it. I, I don't even know how to pronounce Isla you, Fisher. Isla Fisher. Oh yeah, she's, she's with uh, Borat. Borat. Yeah, they've been together for a long time. But she, too. she does look. He is a handsome man. Or whenever he's not Christina Hendricks's husband. Not to mention, she just is, yeah. She she seems. I love Fisher. You have a type, man. You have a. I do type. have a type. Who are you talking oh about? Chris, uh, Isla she Fisher was, is probably no, top of my list. You were saying Chris, Christina Hendricks is uh, Joan Bad. from uh, um, from Mad Men. Okay, Mad I didn't Man. see that or Breaking. Not, Bad. not Breaking Bad. Not what Breaking am I doing? Mad Men. Meryl Streep married to. Um, but yeah, Isla Fisher seems like the kind of girl who'd love a hilarious man, though, right? That's true. And, I mean, she and, did Confessions of a Shopaholic. That's, she, well, the thing is, like, I never really like her. Idea. I never really like her roles that she plays. Oh, in, her, in movies. Wedding Crasher. She's hilarious. She though. was hilarious. Go, she's Jeremy. all. She's always like the crazy person. But then you see her in person, and she actually has like her British accent. Yeah, that was. Confusing. And you're just like, whoa. Yeah. Okay, you got even that much more attractive. Oh, because the accent. The accent. That's it's exotic. I'm just kidding. What's the, so exotic? But you, there well, was I something mean, I left in there. I've been editing him. 
There's something I left in there that I thought, oh, I probably should ask John if he wanted to keep that in there. But we've already described, we already stood up for you whether you care or not. Okay. But you go, man, if you break up with Barbara Feely, you must be slaying some ass. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by it. <laughs> I just checked with my conscience. It says it's correct. <laughs> Dude, I'm not saying anyone should do this, but if you if you feel free and you feel okay with it, go to Google, type bar Rafili, and then just hit images and then okay, imagine let me because I imagine I can't how, picture I can't picture her in my mind. She so must have been a very it, what, how do you spell her name? Very difficult person to be with. It's B A R and then R is something else, I don't know. Rafili. Sound it out, dude. Like 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 Sudoku. Yeah. Rafili. It's spelled I know I spelled it wrong. Yeah, definitely spelled it wrong, but uh, let's see here. It'll it'll fix it for you. Yeah, it, uh, it'll say we got it from here, buddy. Don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> we know what you're going for. Uh, Barra feeling. All okay. right, they're searching. Okay, life's right. about oh, to it's change. trying to get. It's on the church internet. That's why it's taking forever. Uh, it's like we don't want you to see this beautiful woman. It's like no, you're gonna stumble for the yeah, next seven I know. years. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, I get it. Uh, That's yeah. a handsome lady. That is a very handsome lady. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm yeah. I, I stand. I get. I get your comment. It makes total sense. Yeah, she. She she's, is. She's pretty. She is a beautiful woman. And I just assume something. It had to be a personality conflict. Is all I'm getting at. At some point. Yeah. Because yeah, once you get past the the just the physical attraction factor, if well, it's like it's like for for my personal taste when I look at my wife. 11 years in, I continually go, golly, you're so pretty. Like, I get taken back just looking at her. That's awesome. But the personality would be what would be the hin- the hindrance oh, for sure. long term, That right? matters so and much. And so uh, her personality is awesome, and I love hanging out with her. She's my best friend. I enjoy just we're, – we're such buddies while also uh, romantically interested. But – um so just using that perspective in my world, I would imagine if you were with someone like Barbara Feely, and it wouldn't be the looking at them that gets old. It would have to be something about oh yeah, like anything superficial. Bobby like Pins just all over the house, major always. Turn off. Stuff yeah. Like that. So broken I get hair that. ties. <laughs> I can't find anything on Barbara Feely. It's okay. Rough Feely. R E F no it's it's R uh, A E here it's, it's it's spelled weird it's whatever it's like Google was like let me help you out bro it's uh R E F A E L I yeah that's not that doesn't come natural at all at all I think I, I yeah, spelled whatever. literally we'll R A F I bet you she's not my my type I don't think she is yeah Me either I don't think she is but um favorite letters one and eight of them and hit shuffle. Say what? Like she wanted her five favorite letters, but she wanted eight of them and then hit shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, at least it, for those of you that listened back to that episode, it was entertaining. Yeah, yeah I was, was telling great. them it was the first one that I've not been a part of, but I've listened back to. So I didn't. I didn't have any preconceived notions about it, and I laughed really hard Good. driving here. So it made, it made me happy. So if we can leave our. I was proud of it. Anything. At least it would be. I would hope it would be joy. Oh, yeah, joy. Johnny, did you see that uh, Coriel her post yesterday about the theme song being? Yeah, stuck in your head. dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I was like, man, Johnny Slade, it's it. working. 
seriously like <laughs> it's working whatever it's working guys <laughs> my kids first show me that it's so i was like this is probably one of the best things i've heard ever dude i'd like to make more jingles they just you according to that last one you gotta make the uh, pop culture corner one yeah, yeah. pop culture you shouldn't Didn't care but you, you do, do. And you, and you even like didn't you submit like uh, a couple like jingles for the like sub sports TV show? Yeah, one hundred five point three. The fan. If you listen to that in the morning, they'll do a uh, trending in DFW, and uh, yeah, every once in a while they'll play the jingle I made for that. Then uh, Roy or Troy Hughes? No, no, they have a Troy and Roy in the morning, and Roy has a segment called Roy Roy Rage. And I did a jingle for that, and I feel like I did one more for them. I love the attack attack version of uh, the, the. That's right. I did two of the what's trending. I did yeah, like yeah, an yeah. electronic what's one, trending? and then I did the heavy Dead. like attack attack version. Yeah. yeah. Well, he he, I sent him the first jingle, uh, the first like electronic one, and he was like, "Dude, that's awesome! It reminds me of attack attack." And I emailed him back, and I was like, "I can make it more attack attack if you want." He was like, "Let's <laughs> do it!" And so I just added some guitars and screaming over it. Dude, that's so good. Yeah. I, that that made me happy. But yeah. You have a knack for it, and uh, and you are. trust me. Nice I, that, now something. that I work in like the uh, radio commercial business a little bit, I get some pretty awful jingles, dude. That I have to put into stuff, and it's like, man, I always think about you, and I was like, man, he could you do so much better. Here's what you do, man. Tell me, <laughs> tell me the companies that have ones that suck. I'll make another one and email it. To like them. this is legitimately one. It's like a little dig, and it's like I don't. Even, it's not even a really jingle, but it's like a little signature. It's for uh, Hedrick. Hoover, Chevy, or something like that. And it's like a little dig. It's like, ding. And it's like a, literally a woman going, Hendrick. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> ding. What? Hendrick. That, oh that's legitimately <laughs> yeah. how it starts. Dear and God. That, no, it literally sounds very <laughs> like, sexual. It's a very um, uncomfortable. You're just like, you just what? Hear, yeah. You just hear yeah. like your 10-year-old yeah, in the if back there was go, a mo- uh, it's a little much, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah if, there's a little, if there was a little mode after mommy? it, it would be extremely <laughs> <laughs> inappropriate. Um, but yeah, um, okay. Here's another one. Uh, whenever you, oh, just kidding. Uh, the what is the the uh, the lamb lamb sandwich taco? A gyro, a gyro, gyro. All those. I've heard every version of this word. Yeah, I don't know what's correct. The one that's right is the one that's the least natural. Gyro, gyro is what I was. What I was saying. Okay, we got three wrong ways that most people say it, and one right way. Okay. Um, it's not gyro. It's not gyro. It's not hero. Gyro. It's not. It's not uh, gyro. It's gyro. Gyro. Yeah, like, yeah, with gyro. Yeah. Gyro. Um, Sounds pretentious enough. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking Sounds like it's got horse meat in it. Yeah. Probably does. IKEA. Uh, Silent G. What about that? That berry that all of a sudden, like five years ago, was in everything. Acai. That one, yeah, yeah. He's, acai he's, bowl, yeah, I yeah. Remember, I, I, miss I that. only know that because of like why acai, you, Some people say acai, acai, but it, it's acai. acai. Good job, yeah. good job. All of our ex girlfriends taught us that, <laughs> dude. No freaking joke. <laughs> when I was uh, vegan, that was uh, when I learned that. Um, I totally called it acai. What about uh? I was thinking uh about keyboards. What about whenever you find like like. Uh, I have this little uh, packet of stuff that's like uh, money or everything hidden somewhere. It's a stash, stash, something else. Like uh, it starts with the C. Uh, it's like a bad. This is like bad. Uh, uh, 
podcasting? Uh, uh, no. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like a, well, some people say cache. Oh, cash. Yeah, it's just a cash. Yeah. But C C A C H E. Yeah. I should have spelled it out. Uh, yeah, I don't, I've never heard someone called it cache just because. I think I've said cache. But cachet. I think it's because I'm in the computer world a lot and. Yeah. You just yeah, know it's cash. Yeah, cash is there. I'm pretty sure I see. All right, guys, I probably have to go to work. I am so sorry oh, at the bill. You're so lame. I know. I'm part of the corporate world now. No, dude. This is <laughs> no, good. I'm still freelance. It's only part time. It's not. It's not a real commitment. Tell everyone, he's busy. Come to me. My name's Eric Jones. <laughs> part I of the same coin. Producer dudes for life. <laughs> <laughs> we do need to do that, uh, Joey yeah, Sturgis. Uh, yeah, we need to do a lot of things, but that Joey Sturgis. Uh, I think we got like a week left that we could do that. Last one. So, cool. Okay, I'll stay for the last one. Cat in the Hat was written by who? Dr. Seuss. Dr. C. Oh, Dr. Use. <laughs> you're trying You're trying to get it right, even though all of us have said Dr. Seuss. Right. right. It's not how you say it. Sous? Soy. Sois. Sois. Wasn't Sois. it a pseudonym anyways? Yeah. So I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> The Dr. Soyce. Weird. That might, Never heard is that. Is that his real name? I think he was on the Soyce when he made Did up you that know? name. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. Is. Peace out, people. You know you, Bye, Bye. Kaylin. We love you. Love you, too. Yeah, because his real name was Theodore. Go get him. <laughs> Theodore Gessel was his real name. Okay. Here's this. I've never heard one person pronounce it the quote-unquote correct way. Yeah. And most of the... Yeah. Yeah. That's the but Mandela like, no effect. Pronounce it that, and most of them are like literary people. They'll be like, "Ah, oh, I was uh, jogging the other day and uh, had some gelato and read some Doctor Seuss." Is that yeah. how uh, English and? Yeah. Who uh, were you doing a Snape impression? Was that English professors? No, English professors. Yeah. All right, you got to let Bradley know, man. Um, that this is how you think that they sound. <laughs> he uh, might agree with you. Pretentious. They're Speaking of pretentious. pretentious. Uh, a while back, we talked about the way we want to die or how we would like – we talked about funerals and all that stuff. Um, something popped up on my feed later, brother. Bye, Caitlin. Um, we love you. Something popped up in my feed and I go, oh, because I always said I wanted to – I like the idea of like being a tree planted and me being in the nutrients and all that stuff. And that would be like uh, – and then that plaque at the bottom of the tree kind of just – that would be my headstone. The tree would – and um, and I like that idea. Um, but then I saw this. You can have your ashes turned into a playable vinyl record when your day comes. Yeah, I've heard about that. <laughs> and I go, oh, man, that'd be rad, too. So I wonder if I can do both. Like maybe you can uh, take my organs and put them in, in the – take my heart. You, you can do something. Organs to those that might need organs? Nah. Nah. Uh, I needed it to be in the vinyl. <laughs> They'll be able to make copies of that stuff pretty right. soon anyways. Dude, so this is going to be kind of a downer. Oh, good. I'll bring it back up afterwards. I've got yeah. something to share. So when my dad passed away, I remember being in the hospital and the doctor saying, hey, there's nothing we could do. Huge bummer, right? Yeah. Dead Dad's Club. <laughs> yeah. High five. Um, I remember a nurse came out and they asked me, like, they're like, hey, he's an organ donor. Do I have your permission to harvest the, to take the organs for those that might need it? They asked you. Yeah. How old are you? I was 19. They asked a 19-year-old, your dad's an organ donor. 
I need to harvest organs. Yeah. And I, oh, your dad died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, and I felt bad about this, but I, I was just so wrapped up in the emotion of the moment that I was like, no, don't touch him, please. Totally, yeah. I get like, it. And so I remember yeah, like, you're, you're allowed <laughs> to feel yeah. bad about that. But, um, but in hindsight, even like an hour later, I regretted that. Huh. Like I was upset that I let my emotions say no because, you know, you need his let, heart clearly was You need a hug? No, I'm good. Okay. But his heart clearly wasn't like, yeah. oh, someone needs this. I don't want you, you know? to touch me. <laughs> But uh, maybe, but I think you're like okay. His liver or, or like his kidneys or something could have been useful. And I think in hindsight, I was like, dang, I really wish. Do they I have to harvest them that quickly? I have no idea. I think so. They, they said there wasn't much time. If they were going to get it, they had to get it out now. So the fact that you said no, um, he wasn't allowed to use anything. They weren't allowed to use anything? No. That seems weird, but I guess so. Well, because I guess they need the consent of the. Yeah. Next yeah. Or someone to sign off. I guess in every Hollywood version of that, we always see them doing it real quick and putting it on ice and all that stuff. Uh, that there might be some truth to that. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, bring it up, Johnny. Oh, I don't know. Now I'm really down. I don't know if I want to talk. Mine was Johnny. Mine was too light. <laughs> That's great. It was too lighthearted. We can't talk about dead dads and then go right into. I'll give it a shot. So my okay. buddy John, when we're talking about what you want to happen when you die and stuff, yeah, he had two two uh, things he wanted to do, but he, not both. If he ended up being a very rich man, he wanted to hide all his money inside him, and then have it buried with him inside his stomach. Uh-huh. And then leave a like a list of clues for his kids. And then yes. if they wanted to claim it, they had to dig them up, cut them open, and take out the money. Yes. And then if he didn't die a rich man, he wanted to have his ashes. He wanted his kids to sprinkle his ashes over some weed and then smoke him. Huh. Yeah. Both of those are extremely gross. Yeah. Yeah, they're def- definitely different. But I mean, we were but in high, I mean, sc- we were in high school when he was talking about it. Right. It seemed like a good idea to him at the time. No, that's great. That's great. Um. I'm trying to think. Like I, I, I think a will, a last will and testament. You send them on a. If I, if I died a rich man, like that's exactly what I would do. Like I would be like, all right, here's an adventure. All my living relatives that care enough to go through the work because the 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 the, the journey would already be prepaid for. You just have to you have to figure out the riddles to get there. By the end of it, like it's like all right, well. That was I actually had to spend all my will giving you the adventure. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, uh, this is all I have left. Uh, Here's and some and for the game room. Yeah, no, you go like and and your uh, your inheritance is this great time you spent with your family, and then <laughs> that's it. And the but treasure would, box is just a, a Polaroid picture of you flipping them off. Yeah, <laughs> you're like uh, you could have paid off your student loans, but here's this. Um, I love that idea though. I think it'd be cool. Stuff through my favorite things and go through it. They would talk about that forever. Um, do you have anything you want to bring, Johnny? That you? I saw the sound of animals fighting Friday. Oh, how was that? It was life changing. That's yeah. You said okay. Let me tell you this. Box. Our listeners will know this now because I've said it enough, and you'll definitely know this. I can say without a doubt, it was the best concert I've ever been to in my life. Why was it the best? It was amazing, dude. It was like watching the uh, the '96 Dream Team or whatever, <laughs> you know. Yeah. When, and I think it's because they are a super band, right? Yeah. So they've got a bunch of guys from a bunch of other awesome bands, and 
four for those who don't know yeah for those who don't for know, those just... who don't know so it's like watching an all-star team everyone mm-hmm. up there is amazing mm-hmm. from another group and now they're all together in this one group and the sound guy was a, a sound person i don't know if it's male or female but the sound the sound was amazing it sounded so great the mix and the band was just flawless the light show the level of professionalism the the performances within the first song i was already 100% sure and, and normally i'd get nervous i would jinx something right but within the first song i was like this is already the most amazing thing i've ever seen and by the end of it i was like yep it was so good josh that when i left the show I told myself, I was like, no, you don't need to listen to any more music for today. And no podcasts, wow. nothing. I just drove from Dallas to Sherman in silence and just thought about what I got to experience. And then the next morning I woke up and I didn't listen to music for a couple hours after that. I didn't want to hear anything. I was like, I just want to just keep thinking back on what I just saw. It was phenomenal, man. I, I encourage anyone, if you ever get the chance to see them live, go see it because it's so well, special. I never, I've never heard anything about them. It's great. Uh, what genre is it? It's like uh, like the scene that we came from, but like really progressive. And so here's what I know about them. Real weird. I know that one of the dudes from RX Bandits. Is it's that a it? handful of the dudes from RX Bandits. Okay. Yeah. So I knew it was like a, that's the first thing I remember hearing about them. It was like, maybe it was a new band or just like a side project of some I thought it was a guy from RX Bandits. That's who started it, Rich Balling. So he was not even in RX Bandits anymore. Rich Balling. Okay. And then, uh, and then, uh, what's his name from Circus Survive? Yeah, yeah. And, Anthony Green. Yeah, and then Craig Owens. He was from, in. He was on the first two records. Okay, that's all I know. Yeah, that's it. That's all I knew is like, oh, those guys got together and started a band. Yeah, and it's something else, man. Yeah. Okay. And I thought, oh, this must sound like. A mixture of Chiodos and and Circus Survive mixed with like a ska band. So the progressiveness and experimentalness of the RX Bandits, but not so much the ska part. Okay. But that real experimental, interesting time signatures, unique grooves. The same yeah. drummer, so a lot of that feel. Um, the guitar players are in RX Bandits also. Uh, cool. The bass player for like the first album or two was from Finch, I believe. Oh, but cool. I, I think live it's just the Arx Bandits bass player. I'm not sure. All right. Um, and then they've got the singer from the Autumns. And then Finch, I cared about for one album. Yeah, the first one, right? Yeah. So uh, I, I couldn't. I I forget what song it is, but if I heard it, I'd sing along with it. Yeah, that's the. I'm right there with you. And then there was one other song on that. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Cool. So let me put it that's this way. That's interesting because there's a band. That's a band I know nothing about, and they are. They just performed the best show you've ever been to, and uh, that's what's hands intriguing. Down, dude. It and changed I care my about life. What you like, so that I sit there and I go, oh man, there's such a wide canyon of like a thing that stimulated you in a way that no other live performance has. Yeah, guaranteed. And and I, I was uncomfortable no... with it. I was no, I was overwhelmed. I wasn't used to that. Oh. I'm not, dude. I couldn't tell you the last time I went to a show and the band was better than I expected. Even seeing Thursday a couple weekends ago, I it was. I'm thinking about. I, I guess it was thing. better than I expected as far as <laughs> experience, because you know yeah. you can imagine what it's gonna be like to see it and then seeing it, but I, it still had the typical. This is my music scene flaws which would be like the sound taking the first couple songs to get mixed in um 
Foo just, Fighters just being the live feel kind of thing, but dude, freaking right off the bat, first song, they just came out so strong. The uh, the way I was describing it to Haley was like, I've never been to a Katy Perry, t- a Taylor Swift concert or anything like that. But would everyone, you go? Uh, if, so, if it was free and it wasn't a hassle. Yeah, but, um, that's where I'm at too. I think I'd like to see that for the sheer enjoyment of seeing something that massive. Well, that's the idea. That's what I'm getting at. So there's something massive about it. The production. It's not just a concert. It's a show, right? You're right. just a whole experience. Where'd you watch this at? Bomb Factory? This is at Bomb Factory. Okay. Also, my first time to ever be at Bomb Factory, which had to play into it because it was beautiful. Beautiful yeah, I've only venue. been there once too. I'd never been there, and I was like, "Wow, this that's is weird really that nice. you've never been there." How long has that been? You been there? Oh, a year or two. Oh, that's it. I so guess. I must have went the first time whenever it had just kind of gotten started, just because a friend of mine was playing it. Yeah. I had just moved to Nashville or Dallas, but it was it was uh, it's not like me to be s- uh, sitting there going like. I was so excited to just tell everybody about it before it was even over. I was already like, this is the best. Huh. Interesting. It I'm going to go listen to them. It, it, it if made someone me... hasn't heard this band, what what two songs should they go check out? Ah, they're so, their style's all over the place, man. Um, I'm a terrible song name guy. Uh, I'm more of a... Would a Spotify top five probably do the trick? Ah, probably. I don't know. Um, I was... Let me just pull it up here. It's all I've been. You were talking to about since. like bands that like surprised you, that they were better than you thought they would be live. Well, I was going and in expecting it to be amazing. I was like, I can't believe I'm about to see this. And so it's the first time you've seen them. Too. Yeah, they've only played probably ten shows total since 2005. Huh. Well, that that's interesting too. They they did two albums before they'd ever played a show, and then they played like two concerts and filmed it and made a DVD out of it. And then that was by 2006. Then 2012, they did like a string of four shows or something like that in LA area. And then this was like their first tour, and they were coming here. And I was like, I have to, I have to. Had I known that information, I might have gone with you. Okay, check out the songs "The Ocean and the Sun," the song "I the Swan," the song "Homework People." This is the opener, the heraldic beak of the manufacturer. Hold on, it's freaking long because it's our (laughs) silly music scene. So it's called the heraldic beak of the manufacturer's medallion. So that was what they opened with. Sounds like and Fall then, Out Boy. Uh, let's see. What's some other ones? There's a song called Skull Flower, which was really amazing to see. Um, I love the song This Heat, which was one of my favorites to see. How uh, many albums do they have? Three. Okay. And then if you go it's back to their much. first EP, um, Chasing Suns, it's called Act One, Chasing Suns. Act Two, All is Ash the Light Shining Through It. That's only got four songs on it. The rest are little interludes. So Act One, Two, Three, and Four are incredible on that album. And uh, yeah, dude, uh, it was the closest thing. I, what I said to Haley was, so that's what it's like when someone from my music scene puts on a show at the Katy Perry level. Right. And what I mean is just like that much extra time into the overall show. Show. Yeah. Not just turn the lights up and throw down, which is cool yeah. too. That's, that's, I'm trying to think of like a show that I thought that was kind of what you're saying. A show It's more than a concert. I've seen a lot of, sh- a lot of concerts that I go, they killed it. You know, and 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 were better than I expect. Foo Fighters like that. But uh, when it comes to an overall show, I don't think I've seen a show. Radiohead, like they were probably the lo- most I larger bet. than life type, 
and I was at Bonnaroo. I bet they that had, was awesome. They had a uh, they had LED walls that moved, <laughs> and um, and there was one time where they were doing uh, what song? They were doing fifteen step like. Uh, do you know, are you familiar with Radiohead that 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 well? N- not it's well very percussive songs like, uh, uh, and they were doing something else, and it was a very intimate song. Mm-hmm. And so this giant stage, Bonnaroo, like hundred thousand people watching with you, and then these LED walls come in and almost look like a, like they close in on the whole band. Got so it. so you have all this black space over where these LED walls and it just looks like a white room that they're in. Oh, that's cool. And I was like, what? And, and it changed the way you saw that song. Too. Totally. Uh, which was, and I'm, I'm so far away from them. And there's a hundred thousand people there. And okay, I don't know anymore. I shouldn't say this. Uh, so, so, um, yeah. Uh, so it's one of those things where, where it changed the perception of like what I thought a light show could do like a show could do um made me less feel less punk about the fact that like oh they just need to get on stage and rock and roll Mm -hmm. and more like oh if it's used correctly it's uh it could help the show yeah dude it was uh it was an artistic experience and so as an artist because the the punk rocker in me is fine with just turn all the lights on and throw down Mm -hmm. and just have a punk show but there was something uh the other part of my brain was just sitting there going, okay, this is how I want to do it. Now, not obviously not copy it, but what I mean is yeah. like, I don't know. I would, it would be a great accomplishment for me to be able to put on a show like that, a show that someone leaves feeling the way I did. That's great. And I'm not even going to try. I'm just going to make stuff that I think is fun and I'm going to try to just keep doing that. But that's yeah. what I had to tell myself when I left the show. I was like, Johnny, do not try to do what you just saw that's right. not for you you're not there yet anyway. that's not that's not for me not not just that in the state like the songwriting the overall like uh, everything it was okay. like don't take take this feeling and go make this be stuff a you filter make. not a sponge here but don't try to recreate what you just did because yeah. uh, let it influence you to drive don't let it influence you to change the way you do the thing you do yeah maybe make it make me want to drive but not change how i drive right yeah uh, I, don't I don't know. No, I like We're that. in the general area. Yeah, I like that. That's interesting because I uh, I think about these bands. I think about it all the time that there are there are bands and artists and movies and uh, authors and just people that could influence me to be a better version of myself. And what am I missing out on? Uh, that's my only case of FOMO is the fact that like sometimes I. I wonder you, you saying now I know that you and I are similar in, in, in some of our music and very different in other parts of our music. Mm -hmm. And you saying is the most, the best live show you ever seen. Maybe you go, Oh, I'm missing out on something. Like I need to, I will give this band a chance. I'll send you a handful of songs and a text. And if it, then at least because the fear of like, what if this is the missing piece for me to be the musician I need to to stand out among other people? Like the 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 filter that I am and the blender, I guess, because whenever I create and pour out, maybe that's the missing ingredient. I gotcha. And and I wonder because I think all of us have uh, an interesting look 
on what music is and what art is what what is the missing ingredient i would say this because just of the the music you like and the the vibe that you're going for i don't think there's necessarily anything about the sound of animals fighting that you would go that's the sound i'm missing uh-huh and uh, any part of their sound i don't know i don't necessarily think you would listen to it because they've got so many different sounds and styles I don't, I don't necessarily think you would hear it and go, oh, that's what I've been missing. That's the sound I should do. But if anything, I think you would take away what you would take away from it is the uh, that's what it looks like to have no restrictions. Okay. And just make something. Cause I like that. Because that's what they look like they're doing when you see it. You go, this was, this was all confidence and not, do you think they'll like that? Do you think that the fans will like what we're making? No, it's just here's what we made. And you could see it, dude. The, the, I, okay, I've seen Anthony Green be the front man of Seosin and Circus Survive, and I've seen them a couple times. It's crazy uh, that I've heard that name so much, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't I don't like his voice. I don't like – I get it. Like he's all around everybody I likes. Like uh, people love him. And I've just never. never I like them. I'm I right there with you, Josh. By the way. Okay. I, I don't. That's weird. I don't like that. Uh, <laughs> it's clear that his voice is popular, and there's a s- tons and tons of bands trying to do that voice. I'm impressed by his range. And uh, well, see, I, I'm a little bit impressed by his range, but if you listen to him talk, it's his range. He's yeah. built, and a, and a, he's got a tiny frame, and his, uh-huh. he just kind of exists up here. So the difference is when he starts singing up high, it's because he's built to sing up high. Wayne Newton, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And then, I literally told my wife, we were listening, to Don, uh, that song, Donka Shane, came on. Donka Shane. And I go, hey, that's a dude singing. And she goes, that's a girl singing. And I was like, no, it's a dude, and his name's Wayne, last name Newton. So in, in my opinion when you listen to Wayne Newton or you listen to Anthony Green, it works because that's just their register. And there's a lot of bands, I think, trying to do that high register. And when they talk, they might have a high register or a high range, but their overall register isn't that. It starts to sound squeaky and pinched in the throat. But nonetheless, my point being, uh, I've seen him be the front man of two different other bands. And all the lead singers for The Sound of Animals Fighting, Rich Balling, Keith Good Witch or something like that. Keith from Days Away and uh, Good Old War. The singer from The Autumns and then um, Anthony Green. Those were the four main singers. When they were fronting a song, the confidence in their showmanship, you could tell was, yeah, that's right. You're freaking watching this happen right now. Which (laughs) when I've seen them be the front men of their own bands, I almost didn't see that. It's like they're aware on stage. How special this is. How special this whole thing is. And then, dude, Josh. Okay, so the... So what was so cool was, so let's say Anthony Green's fronting a song. Yeah. Then that means you've got three other vocalists. And what they did was they were they had the stage plot out that they were in the back to the right a little bit with the three straight stands, uh-huh. like actual backup singers back in the day. You know, they stand and they yeah. kind of snap their fingers Love and that. moving. So they had that vibe going. That was another part of when, uh, when it was all just overwhelming because I'm watching it and then I'm hearing these background vocals. Perfect. Because everyone's a freaking lead singer of their band. Right. And you look over and you see... Famous dude, famous dude, famous dude. Totally, one hundred percent cool with being the background vocals. Love that. And you see that you see this whole band just going, doing this, man. And uh-huh. I was like, look at this. I was just talking to myself, like I cannot believe it. Was that place packed? Uh, really packed, dude. I would love yeah. to know how many people ended up going. But it's it, a big venue. You know what was awesome about how packed it was too? Was I didn't. I only saw a handful of people I knew at the show. I thought I'd see a bunch. I only saw saw a handful. Yet there was hundreds and hundreds of people there. 
And I literally, this is such a Josh thought, so you'll be proud of me oh, for having good. this thought. But I was walking around, and I was like, look at all these potential fans of mine. <laughs> <laughs> but it's because I, I was like, because I'm trying to just right. be experimental and out there totally. with my music. And so to see that many people okay with that it's sound. It's the optimistic viewpoint of like, I think I could win these people over. Yeah, I was like, okay, yeah. so there's all these if people. If given the opportunity, they would love my art. Not necessarily they would love me. They would love what I create. Yeah, I would and, hope so. That's yeah. how I was feeling. I was, yeah, it, gave me, it gave me some hope. I, I was like, I'm look at all this untapped. I'm glad you feel that way. Uh, the whole experience was needed. It, yeah. it was needed for me. I think going was by Haley myself. No, I just oh, went, by went by myself. You went by yourself? Dude. Yeah. I just That's freaking another balls move too. Man. Went by myself. Man. The night <laughs> changed my life. And then I drove home. And the next morning I was like, Haley, I got to tell you what happened. That, I also only took probably two minutes total of video. I was not going to live in my phone. I was like, I'm going to get a couple of clips, and I'm just yeah. going to be here. I love going to live shows and watching the movie, uh, watching the band I love uh, on the phone in front of me. Uh, I had to do that at one point because <laughs> the guy in front of me lifted up his phone, and it was just easier to stare at his phone. And, uh, and I just watched there for a minute. Uh, that's going to – there are few bands that I would go to a concert by myself because – but maybe I need to explore that a little bit more. Going because, by yourself? Yeah. It's kind of cool, man. Yeah. And, I, and I, I'm a little bit friendly, I guess. Well, maybe I'm not friendly. I am but too. I'm not, but I, I'm okay with having a conversation with someone I don't know. Totally. So I actually did something that I, I was thinking. I had gone a little while without talking to anybody. And I was thinking, make yourself talk to somebody. And then I thought, no, that's what you would normally do make yourself not talk to somebody like oh okay because like, i feel like some people it would be like they have a goal to talk to someone you don't know tonight you know but uh -huh. i do that without thinking so i literally made an attempt to just observe man just observe the night go home and recap it to yourself there's something in me that i fight that if i'm at a place by myself even whenever brady and i were at the bad christian uh party after party and we knew a handful of people but all those people were talking to other people and we're, and we're not the ones that are like, I, I, a don't want to be the guy that's like sitting on the outskirts of the cool or whatever, or this VIP person or whatever. And be like, Hey, Hey, talk to me. Hey, can I say, what if I can say this really cool thing? And then I'm in, I'm in, you know, and stuff like that. And I, I will fight being that guy tooth and nail. I'm very similar. If I see the group of people, uh, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to go over there. So Brady and I just sit back and make fun and, and and just not not interact unless people interact with us. And that's what ended up happening. There's a funny story. I don't think I said this on the last episode. At that where, you know, you guys know I don't really drink mm -hmm. and um and I almost always say uh like Anytime we go, we play shows or something like that. And someone wants to buy me a beer or a drink or whatever a shot. I just go, oh, you can buy it for you know Brady or the other guys. I don't drink, and so they never do, and uh, they just no no they they want to buy me a drink. We're sitting there at the bar. It's open bar. Open bar had just quit. They just ran out. I'd had you know club sodas, and um, and Brady had had you know a couple beers. And uh, the bad Christian guys are to my left with some of the other uh, other people, and they were sh uh, they were pouring shots of whiskey. One guy didn't want his. I was in proximity closest, so the bartender or somebody hit me on the back and go, "Hey, you want this shot?" Brady says his face lit up because he goes, "That's my shot now." Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's my shot. I get that shot because Josh doesn't like shot. It's Ari poured. I get shot. And I go, yeah. And I grab it. Cheers at the guys. Down it. Uh, and look at Brady thinking he's going to go, heck yeah, dude. You did it. And and he goes, you would have thought I literally punched him in the crotch. Like that's 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 how he, he it felt like I took his thing away from him. You think about the conditioning that exists there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing. He's and elevated at the thought of you. It's like Pavlov's dog, man. Yeah. It was like <laughs> I sat there, I did it, thinking he's gonna be so excited. He was not. And I go, he goes, that was my, that was mine. And I was like, no, I thought you'd be fun. Uh, I was like, you've been having free alcohol all night. Like, what's your problem? And he's like, yeah, but that one's different. Yeah. <laughs> so I just well, it's like we've talked about this on the podcast, I think. When someone makes you a sandwich versus making your own sandwich, yeah. it's just there's something special about there it. There is. And that was someone had made him that that shot. Well, kind of. Yeah, he, well, he was, in his uh, head, it was made for him. He was a stand-in for you. Right, right. And he was like, ah, I'll be that guy. And it wasn't. And so that was my first drink in the last two years. So there Good it is. Good for you. Hey, thanks. How'd it feel? I, it was, I mean, actually – didn't it wasn't that bad i actually enjoyed it um very kind of warm aroused. huh kind of aroused yeah been been hard ever since <laughs> no uh um, you call your doctor <laughs> um i mentioned this i'll end with this story uh i mentioned this as, as soon as i walked in because i didn't think i was going to share this but then uh uh the way i shared it and the way uh eric and kaylin took it i go oh maybe we could share this uh i had been sick the last couple of days and uh, I think we've shared uh, on this en- enough that I like, even while being at my grossest, I hate, I hate feeling gross. I'll go clean up or whatever, take a shower, anything to feel, even though I'm feeling like with a fever or, or gross or whatever, I, I want to still try to feel clean. And uh, I, I have like wet wipes on me at all times type of situation. I had not been feeling great the last couple of days. Yesterday, I found out something that. I, I had I had to check myself. Um, I just taken a shower and then I went to the restroom to try to get whatever grossness out of me. Came back, cleaned up, came back, laying there finishing Umbrella Academy, and um, and you know you're still sweating because you got the a fever or whatever, and and uh, everything's sweating. So I go back to the bathroom. I kind of clean off. Like I don't like how I'm feeling. And I have wet, a wet wipe, and I, I fold the wet wipe nicely, and I put it in my butt crack. And <laughs> it looks great. And uh, and I lay there, and I go, this is nice. Like, this is very... Where are you perfect. laying again? In my bed. You're laying in your bed with a wet wipe in your butt crack? Yes. Okay. Wait, wait, clothes on, too. I'm not face naked. Face down or face up? Face up. I'm watching TV, guys. So you're just sitting on a wet wipe? No, I folded it placed it in between my cheeks and then laid down and laid down i gotta give that a shot i loved it yeah it changed my whole like situation like your show you saw that changed your life his equivalent (laughs) is putting a wet wipe right in the crack he started to question reality a little bit i go this is all right and then about 30 minutes passed and i go back to the restroom and throw that away wash my hands put another one in there and I did about five of those. And then I go, I got to stop or I'm going to start being the guy that puts a moist towel, <laughs> always has a moist towelette. Totally. Yeah. But I, I'm going to tell you, it 
felt great. In the mm-hmm. midst of feeling gross, it felt refreshing. And 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 to sh- to sh- I felt clean. Yeah, I feel you. Because and Kaylin even says like I don't know why you'd be ashamed because I said I'm going to tell you guys this because I'm not going to say on this podcast. He goes I don't know why you'd feel ashamed saying this on the podcast. I don't think anybody's going to argue with the fact that having a moist towelette that's clean and in the normal uh, normally a dirty spot in your body would be a bad thing. That yeah. sounds like a good thing. You like you just discovered something that you should probably uh, a new form of me undies or something. <laughs> yeah, it's going to get tricky long term. But yeah, but I did that. Um, I, uh, and there was something, uh, this tells you how kind of maybe, uh, flawed in like the dirty department I am that it, I felt like a winner if every time I took it out, it was clean. Totally. Does totally. that make sense? Like Absolutely. there was a part of me, I was like, yes. It's like a scratch off lottery. <laughs> so that was, uh. Definitely not a scratch and sniff. Though. No, 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 no. Uh, but. Uh, you'd be happy to know there's not one in there currently, and uh, and it's not going to be a reoccurring thing. But next time I'm sick, I'm totally doing it. Hey, if it becomes reoccurring, I'm not going to judge you. I'll let you know. It's like a male tampon. Yeah, man pon. <laughs> it's a man pon. Yeah. Of of freshness. Yes. Your lady will thank you later. So you weren't feeling well? Just a little bit on like flu symptom yeah. or what? Uh, this is several things. Stomach issues. I've been um, having stomach issues as well. I'm curious. Stomach issues, a little bit of a fever, and just... just uh, I'm also back on keto, and I know you come with the keto flu a little bit when you're getting back on it. Yeah, I've heard about that. And, and so that probably didn't help either. It was kind of just bad timing. I got kind of this bronchitis thing in my chest that makes me tired. And I spent the majority of my day in bed yesterday. But I got to watch a lot of uh, cool shows that I've been wanting to catch up on. So That's so, good. Yeah. You know, treat yourself. I wish I had a good video game I wanted to play and extra money. That wouldn't – the idea that, like, there was a good video game that I could spend – two or three days on and be satisfied instead of it eating away at me and me wanting to play it more and more and more type situation. But, uh, maybe that's an Eric recommendation down the road, (laughs) but, uh, anything else you guys want to add? Uh, let me think. Um, I don't know. I don't know how long y'all were going for a little bit before I was here. So so. we probably need to wrap up here soon. Um, uh, rate reviews. Uh, we're playing. He is with, he is legend tomorrow. Heck yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a rad show. We're uh, this when this pops uh, pops out, we'll already be done and you'll see pictures online, but Yeah, so thanks everyone for coming out. We really appreciated it. Yeah. Um, if you bought tickets from us, uh, either Ravenhill or Words, uh, Words we're just really appreciative. So totally. Absolutely. Totally. And Ravenhill's doing a new thing, something they haven't done in since uh maybe in 3 or 4 years. We're doing two drummers. So, oh snap! Yeah, we started off as a two drummer band. Can just... James borrow one of y'all's kits? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's them. Um, so yeah, so we're pumped about that. And and if this goes well, we we haven't officially announced this, but maybe by the time this drops, we'll all be at Audio Feed this year in Champaign, Illinois. And I think Ravenhill's going to try to do a two drummer bird box set, um, to where we're blindfolded. And playing. Dang, so how we'll many uh, sets are y'all going to try to play at Audio Feed? Uh, we'll probably only play the one. Yeah. Yeah, will the Bird Box thing still be relevant? Uh, well, because we're Ravenhill, 
uh, I kind of adopted it. Yeah, it kind of works And like kind of makes uh, – because when we did it the first time, a lot of people thought that was just our thing because we played in front of so many new people. Mm-hmm. They go, oh, we just thought this is what you do all the time. We're like, oh, no, this is the first and only time we've done it. And so many people were like, oh, you should do this. This should be your thing. And if it became a thing, I wouldn't like it. But if it's a if it's a every now and then special occasion type thing, I like it because it kind of kind of makes it interesting and yeah. stuff. So we'll probably do an audio feed bird box set if they have another slot. We'll probably do a more uh, 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 just a more normal Raven Hill set and then maybe play a late night bird box set. That'd be cool. Maybe with some cover songs. So cool. Dope. Well, thanks for uh, supporting us. And there are other podcasts you should check out. Uh, Gathering My Thoughts, Producer Dudes. Today in Music History is now live. Um, uh, Movie Brothers. uh, And uh, that's it, right? That's what we've done so far. Um, uh, And we'll have some, uh, we're working on some really cool stuff uh, with, uh, with words will be out here probably. I'm talking to the guy making the lyric video right now. Yeah. And then so in the next single, couple months, probably a month or so. Yeah, the single in about a month and the rest of it in about a month after that. And then Josh Clifton and the Blackbirds, we've been re- doing some stuff. Uh, I'm really excited by exploring that. Uh, maybe on the next episode, we talk about how that kind of came about, what that is, and how we're uh, uh, tackling it, because I love the way we're tackling it. Um, and then, uh, and some other things. So uh, thanks. Rate reviews. Tell your friends. I don't know what I'm going to name this one. Something in the sound of animals fighting. Who in the sound of animals fighting? Who? Anthony it's, it's there. It's somewhere. Somewhere. We'll find it. It'll, Long re- live it'll reveal itself Green. to us. Green, uh, what's her name? Loves white bed like Anthony Green. Who? Uh, Brie Larson. Brie Lar- Larson in the sand- sounds of animals fighting. Yeah, that'd be fun. There you go. Uh, Long live the brotherhood. Long live the... You're listening to a Honey Gold Records production. For this podcast and others like it, go to www.honeygoldrecords.com.